Slacker podcast. As always, I'm Matt. And looking like a shaggy fucking dog, I am Jesse. We need a goddamn barber. It's both of us. For, yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> both of us definitely, man. Because like we're looking like we might get snagged for the missing link by a hunter soon enough. Wear your camo out there. Or you're a uh, fluorescent orange. I was gonna say don't wear camo because then you sneak up on somebody, they might just be like Bigfoot, bang, bang, Done. gotcha. <laughs> well, uh, we've been pretty busy staying out of the woods and staying inside working on several different projects matt you just released something to our youtube channel hell yeah and i would i just want to say thank you to everybody that's been supporting us uh we got a shit ton of views so far and if you haven't checked it out check out shadow warriors it's a uh, music video we did uh for a song i did with delta city a uh, frequent flyer here at american slacker that we love to have on and uh one more visit and they get a free ice cream Dude, yep, the punch card. Well, they didn't technically punch on the last visit, so I don't know if we should hold that or not. We'll, we'll you know, give it to him. we'll give it to him. We're, all Tom right, Jesse said we'll give it to him. Okay. Um, great act, great synthwave, um, and I was really happy to work with him. We did, you know, we did a music video for him, and uh, yeah, check it out. It's on our YouTube, it's Shadow Warriors by Delta City, featuring yours truly. But uh, I'm not the only one working on something either, though, man. Yeah, I'm uh, in the process of working on editing a music video for another friend of the show, Haverland, who you've heard perform our outro for over a year now. Um, we're always thankful for the stuff that he provides for the show musically. And uh, he's asked me, you know, to help him out with a music video that he's performing with uh, two other artists in. And I'm hoping to have that done sometime this month, depending on how schedules are working out and stuff. But we'll put that up on the youtube channel as well hell yeah man i can't wait to see it um see more of it anyway you've been uh showing me a little bit behind the scenes it looks fucking dope i'm excited the song's fucking awesome um so i can't wait to see that and definitely it's awesome different genres getting up there too i love that man complete different fucking sides of the music universe yeah we're trying to get our hands into it and see see what kind of damage we can do right Hell yeah, you know what? And hey, if you're an artist out there and you need somebody to do a music video, hey, hit us up. Maybe we'll consider doing it. I don't know. Just putting that out there, feelers. Pro boner, if you get us hard, we'll do it for free. Oh, dude, but you better get us rock hard, like blue chew hard, okay? That's that's a deal right there. <laughs> Hell yeah. So uh, let's launch into it. We always like to start out our weird news with a little bit of weed news. And this time around, big thanks to listener Dave G for dropping this weed news into the American Slackers group on Facebook. Uh, this is where we found it. Thank you, Dave. He brought to our attention S420, which is a bill that's been introduced into uh, the Senate for federal legalization. Dude, it's about time, man. It's about time. And how awesome is it that they even put 420 in the bill's official name? <laughs> yeah, like, what a nice nod. Yeah, dude, I'm digging it. It's awesome, man. R2-D2 even agrees. Dude, R2. <laughs> dude, don't sue us, Lucas. Come on, bro. Be cool. Uh, so Senator Ron Wyden of Oregon, he 
put in the S420, which we already said, you know, has the little nod to cannabis culture. He is introducing it and it's hoping to responsibly legalize tax and regulate marijuana at the federal level, which is something that would open up, depending on how they approach it, I guess, would open up a lot economically, uh, socially. There's, there's many barriers that could be broken down if the federal government gets on board with what the states have been getting on board with for over a decade now yeah man it'll be great to see the major change you know i'm I'm sure a bunch of states are going to be fighting it at first like assholes you know it like they're well they're be, allowed well, to i guess you know? do their own you know uh laws yeah. but i guarantee that they're not going to be making as much tax revenue as the ones that are for, like regulating it in some way yeah man you got to be a fool to not recognize the values of like that and i mean the opioid drop too as well i mean that's awesome as well you know all the benefits wyden's quoted saying uh federal prohibition of marijuana is wrong too many lives have been wasted and too many economic opportunities have been missed he's saying the american people have elected the most pro-cannabis congress in american history uh, and significant pieces of legislation are being introduced. This is actually one of three bills uh, that are part of a legislative package called the Path to Marijuana Reform. Uh, and is there any notification on there? Like, uh, is, are any of the other parts of the bill about um, canceling out any records as well? I haven't, that? I haven't seen any of those in this uh, Hill article we're getting our information from on on all this it does include the small business tax equity which aims to prevent marijuana businesses from getting hit with an unfair tax bill and other measures that seek to shrink between federal and state marijuana policies so maybe something could be included with that whole shrinking the gap that mm. yeah that's cool at least they're protect they're protecting the industry with that you know i mean you got to mm-hmm. protect the businesses i mean they they've gotten a shitty their shitty end of the stick. It's probably the only reason the federal government's interested in the first place. True. Yeah. <laughs> Getting that way. money. Yeah. Now they realize, like, hey, if we stop fucking busting down their doors and breaking shit, we'll fucking get all the money they're making. Okay. All right. All right. See how quickly that turns around once you start getting paid. <laughs> so uh, we'll keep a close eye on this. And it's not passed or anything like that. It's just been introduced. So, uh, I mean, we do have a pretty pro cannabis legislation going on in our government right now um with, uh, at least at the state level so we'll see what happens at the federal level over time we'll post this hill article up on our facebook page on thursday so if you want to read a little bit more and clarify any of that information you can nice definitely check it out now uh we're gonna be talking about some recommendations of things you can watch later on but i'm gonna give you a little pre uh, recommendation here in this news story now uh coming out in pbs um on well actually it's out right now it came out on april 29th um by the time you are listening to this you'll be able to check it out uh nature spy in the wild 2 this is a really cool series where they do robotic animals to blend in cool with fucking you know the natural animals and try to get real close like a human could i only i the only picture that comes to mind is ace ventura where he comes out of the back end of a robotic rhino no nope, <laughs> no robotic rhino and birthing birthing a man well, well i mean i'm sure it's still interesting though even though that we don't have any uh comedic uh, legends being shot out 
that's like the the best scene i think that's ever been filmed though like <laughs> as you were saying that i was like dying in my mind just thinking <laughs> like oh my god uh i wish they would like maybe coming out of a gorilla you know per se that'd be interesting oh okay but uh we are talking about gorillas in this new one uh spy in the wild 2 this is and they, they created a baby chimp which uh is really fucking scary lifelike but <laughs> also kind of creepy all right oh not cute no there's something evil about it at the same time it's Uh-oh. like it's it's lifelike but also kind of looks like it's demonic we got like a chucky thing going on <laughs> yeah man uh there's there's a lot of like reasons why they chose you know the baby they don't want to piss off the alpha in the group so that's why they go with the, you know the juvenile and uh they also wanted to it's the quick interaction rate so they they put it in and it'll interact with the baby which will make it tight with the group right away once they see the baby interacting with it and that's all cool it's like in the group oh okay oh my god this thing looks like uh mogwai from from gremlins or something yeah we got a little video i'm gonna play in a second here it's amazing though like how much goes into this they had to cover it in gorilla shit (laughs) (laughs) they had to wipe it down in gorilla shit which i guess a lot of the team was like not happy about i mean we're talking about god knows how much this little animatronic costs and they're now they're just gonna smother it in and gorilla shit but uh, yoda shit <laughs> it's really cool man it's gonna document the whole process of like this gorilla being in- introduced to the group yeah. and uh they talk about it you know just the moments are crazy i can't i can't believe they don't I could, buy bullshit, I could imagine goes... some of the shots are probably like very unique in terms of like getting that close dude it can get closer than any human i mean apparently they were saying that the eyes are the most important part and that when it was first introduced that uh the first thing that the silverback did was come over and like fucking look right deep into its eyes really real creepy shit to like like it knew there was a camera in there no they like that's just how they are like they they apparently like look to the eyes that's they make eye contact that's why you never look at it as a silverback because it'll like intimidate it or something huh okay or like a, a gorilla in general rather you never make like four side contact i guess yeah and don't um, show your teeth i think is another thing cause yeah because then crash you don't think you're smiling <laughs> dude yeah they're like oh you want to fight you want to fight and then they just rip you in half so easily that's fucking crazy though the technology that goes into that dude it's amazing uh the thing can all right so like i was saying first the gorilla the the head gorilla comes over inspects it he's like okay that's cool he gives it a nod to the crew to come over and inspect it so the rest of the family comes over and uh i guess the next thing that happens is the juveniles will come over and try to they'll beat their chests which is like a signal to play together okay so they made sure that this little animatronic could beat its chest realistically wow so this thing can fucking walk around beat its chest and sure enough that worked and it starts playing with the the fucking baby and that's how they get this thing in there to like create this the show it's like all right we're in dude (laughs) Now are they are they like three hundred yards away, like watching it from monitors, or how? how what's the? They're quite a on distance this, on this baby. I don't see anything about any distance, but I, I'm sure they're more than like three hundred feet. This thing's probably got a pretty good system, pretty good range or something. Yeah, but dude, it's just so wild. I mean, no matter what, with humans interacting, you can tell. Like you know, growing up, you'd watch like Nat Geo and stuff. You'd see the animals like a deer would be like chewing and look over right at the camera. Yep. You know, like it just be like very aware. Would, they would just get used to the idea, like because the person slowly like just crept in. Oh, you're talking about okay. I thought you were talking about someone just creeping up on a deer. Yeah, yeah. It could, well, that's what I'm saying. Like the camera guys. Oh, you know, oh I thought like, you meant like just Joe Schmo. 
No, no, no. I it mean, like, all lot, the camera It takes food. a lot of uh, experience. Yeah, yeah, let alone you implant an animal. The animals are natural, mm-hmm. right? That's where they catch, dude. They caught some crazy stuff with this. They caught these gorillas uh, singing and farting, actually, which was pretty funny. That's how you know they're comfortable. If they're gonna, just going to be, like, let, letting it go. Dude, if you're going to rip around them, yeah, you know they're in. You're in. As soon as they heard that, they were like, we're in, we're in people. High fives we're all around. Grin, dude. But it's cool to see vocalizing from the gorillas and like that they're, you know, they're just like us, man. They're singing, passing their time, you know, ripping one, you know. <laughs> they're singing. What were what our top one hundred? What are we? What are we talking? What are they? Singing? No, 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 nothing crazy. <laughs> they're not vocalizing that crazy. They, it's more of like a, a rhythmatic, like um, <clears throat> like it's weird. No, 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 no haunted vocals, man. They didn't get there yet. Maybe with a little more evolution, we'll get. Now, there. I was thinking like they're they're sitting there, they're like, are we are we in the clear? Are we in the clear? Right. These eyes cry. <laughs> are evolving into the the Stone Age yeah. now. Whatever, like one monkey's just like evolving into like doo up. Zhuop. They hit the Jazz Age. They jumped a couple. Dude, they're just like rock and roll drumming. <laughs> dude, I don't know, man. It's interesting. It's cool to see though, like. uh I, I'm a big fucking animal doc nerd. I've always like loved. Yeah, what was the name of this like one this. again? So this is called uh, Nature Spy in the Wild Two. Not oh. don't get the first one. The first one I think has like a bunch of different things, like penguins and uh, pelicans and and different things. Like uh, imagine an ugly ass bird robot. I wish I had the footage to pull up right here. Maybe I can find a photo. Maybe, yeah, maybe they got some weird ass penguin shit going on. Yeah, the, I will say out of all the robots for the series that they definitely nailed it the most with this fucking gorilla. The other ones I would have called out right away. <laughs> really, that's a fucking fake. We're going to keep moving along with animal type stuff. Nice. We're going to Florida. Matt, you know what I always say about Florida? What's that? It's it's like an abandoned building. Decrepit. And there's probably a couple of hobos living there. Hey, man, that's going to be my new home state. Come on, be easy now. Add another hobo. Oh, you (laughs) bastard. What's the story? So uh, we're going to Disney, Disney's Discovery Island. And you know what? For the uh, people watching on YouTube, I'm going to I'm going to hit you with a little uh, zoom thing here. Boom. Discovery Island right behind me, as you can see, kind of as my head blocks it. This this is great television, people. There you go. It's like barely... Hold that up right now. Come on. There we go. Let's see. Nope, your mic. Nope, everything's in the way. <laughs> everything's in the way of it. So this is this is great. You kind of see it lingering behind him. We got uh, we got Discovery Island, which hangs out in the uh, Bay Lake, in, in right next to the main like resort of Disney. And Disney's been closed down because of coronavirus. People haven't been able to go and you know get their uh, happiest place in the world on. And <laughs> one man was like fuck that i'm going and uh this guy decided he was gonna go camping on discovery island now discovery island is a big uh abandoned like uh what what would you call it abandoned explorer destination yeah because like if anyone who's interested in you know uh buildings that aren't functioning anymore this is like a fucking mecca for it because this is an old safari and zoo that was closed down in the 90s yeah but it sits in like such an isolated security tight place that's the thing like that's like you know like to get in there 
you, you, wow, you brag about that shit. Very few have, and that's the interesting thing. Is like, how the fuck did this guy get on there? Because he had spent about three days on the island until about until uh, authorities had, I guess, gotten a call and spotted him by helicopter and by boat. <laughs> they were like circling the island trying to find him. He had been there for four days, and this happened on April thirtieth. He managed. They managed to make contact with him finally, and they're like, "Why the hell weren't you coming out?" And he said, oh, I couldn't hear you. I was in one of the, uh, like, abandoned structures. <laughs> Having a good old time, dude. He's exploring, man. Yep. Leave the man alone. He also called it a tropical paradise. I guess the uh, nature's kind of reclaimed a lot of the area. And, you know, there's animals abound. And he was just camping out in one of the uh, areas. Dude, having a good old time. And it's probably quiet as fuck because nobody's in Disney right now, like you were saying. Like, so yeah. it's like... There's no like crowd noises by far. And I think that's how he got away with being there for like four days too. Yeah, man, that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I wonder how many other weird fucking things are going on like this, like throughout the world where it's like people are utilizing the fact that nobody's at like theme parks or this place or that place to get away with like urban camping like that. That's insane, dude. Break (laughs) into Disney. Dude, they still got mad cops on property right now. Fucking looking around. That's yeah, I mean, ballsy. security is an essential or a key position. Like, they're still patrolling. So I'm surprised he got away with it for as long as he did. Uh, he was charged with trespassing, and he is banned from returning to any Walt Disney properties. <laughs> oh God, that sucks, dude. It's a, so you can never, to go to, never go to Galaxy's Edge, bro. Nope. If, his, if he ever has kids and, you know, they want to go to Disney, he's going to be like, let me tell you about a time on Discovery Island. <laughs> you can go to Disney, but uh, mom's got to take you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got to sit that one out. Man, that's fucking wild, dude. It's crazy to see how times are changing with this pandemic, man. It's mm-hmm. a different world, man. Um, our next story is definitely going to show a side that I didn't know. I wasn't even thinking about with with everything that people were worrying about today. I mean, last thing you're thinking about is drug trades. Unless you're a drug dealer. I mean, uh, hey, we probably got a couple of those listening. Are you accusing me, Matt? I was looking at you a little bit. I'm wondering. What are you doing? I saw you just... My bank account is fine, sir. <sighs> we didn't get them yet, boys. Keep listening, though. All right. Uh, ignore that, Jess. Um, so w- one of the things I was not expecting to hear about was, uh, you know, all the seizures are going up um, in, the, in all the capitalized money because they got nothing to... They got nowhere to put this money anymore. Mm. Like, there's no way to smuggle the money out for all, like, the cartels, like, the main operation we're going to talk about in this. But it's apparently happening with, like, different Japanese enterprises that are smuggling in fentanyl and meth and, like, products... Or the at least the stuff to make the recipe um, so they can make the money off of these drugs. But uh, apparently the cartel's running into an issue because years ago they had to stop just trading money over and sneaking money over the U.S. border... um, now they've trained dogs to smell out large amounts of cash as well as, you know, the x-ray devices. Uh-huh. And furthermore, the U.S. kind of pressured the Mexican government into, like, not allowing large U.S. currency deposits. Okay. So that, you know, you can't just take $3 million U.S. dollars and put it in a Mexican bank account without, right. you know, legally providing a fucking line. Like where the hell did this from. come from? <laughs> yeah. Um, so one of the things that's happening now, you know, well, let me break down actually what how they do this normally, which is fascinating to me. So the way they combat that is typically they find a broker who deals in different products such as like uh, sportswear or clothing or jewelry or whatever, fine fucking products that people want to buy for their housing. And then 
they make them sell um, the products. They like buy products, make the um, broker sell the products in Mexico, give them the pesos for a rate down cut of the dirty money. Okay. And so it's weird. The difference. They provide the product to sell the broker, mm-hmm. like, and then fucking they take, you know, we're say a quarter of the percentage of like the 30 mil they're giving them, you yep. know, to give them clean pesos over in Mexico. Wow. Dude, crazy way of laundering. But with businesses such as clothing, jewelry, and all that being fucking shot and ruined, I mean, that's slowed down all of that. They can't get the money out. You can't really use the guise of like normal transactions when there's no transactions happening. Exactly, dude. So now they're like trying to like, you got a lot of like money being moved from fucking stash house to stash house or, you know, new money coming in because apparently another thing that they're dealing with is drug price has gone up so all of these drug dealers are making a lot more money during the pandemic as well because they can justify raising the prices do you think they're social distancing god no dude <laughs> i hope so though you know i hope they're masking up and using gloves when they're preparing their fentanyl in a bathtub they're, they're like we've had our cocaine facil- preparation facilities gloved and masked up since before the coronavirus <laughs> my god they also, they're also naked but that's for different reasons <laughs> we got a guy that works for the U.S. government and inspections that comes by and checks us out. He might be off the book, but he still checks it out. He does right. take money, though. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, you know, it's just something I never thought about how the pandemic would affect major drug trafficking. But it's interesting to see. And apparently in, in Los Angeles, especially, they're having an issue where all the drug and task uh, force is like taking down tons of fucking money transactions like this. Like they're just pulling over dudes and fucking they'll have a trunk with three million dollars in it you know a million dollars cash money dude like it's crazy and he was like i was going to double it at harrow's <laughs> yeah it's uh it sucks man these these businessmen are getting affected by the pandemic oh is that how you're framing that <laughs> no no i mean it's crazy though it it's is open season for uh federal agents i guess dude. the money's just there for the fucking taking this is why we got the stimulus check. They're getting it from somewhere. <laughs> yeah. you know, Trump was like, we pulled it all out of trunks. We're good. <laughs> trunks of 98 civics. Oh, man. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we're not done with things to worry about uh, here in 2020. It seems like the list just keeps growing. We can now add giant hornets to, to the list of, uh, of shit to worry about. Uh, many people have probably heard about this. They seem to be taking the internet by storm. These giant murder hornets are uh, popping up across the Pacific Northwest. Well, in the Pacific Northwest and in Canada, mainly is where it seems to have originated from. Even though keep them up there, keep them up yeah. there. I'm just saying. I thought we shut the border to giant hornets. <laughs> Dude, shut that border down. They need IDs just like humans. <laughs> yeah, we need to crack down. If there was ever a group to crack down on, it's giant fucking hornets. So, uh, like I said, it seemed to have originated up in the, like, area near, like, Vancouver Island, and uh, now they've even popped up in Washington State. Um, At Washington State University's entomology department said there's uh, something, there's something out of a monster cartoon with a huge yellow-orange face. And full disclosure, I am horrified of bees. It's, like, probably my top fear. Yeah, I, I've become allergic to them over my 
aging here, oh, and man. that's a problem. They are a problem. I can't imagine what this giant one's gonna fucking do to me. A little fucking uh, little wasp fucking makes my arm blow up like I'm fucking Stretch Armstrong or something. Well, at least you got three thousand miles between you and them right now, as of today. <laughs> Good. Um, the these ones even worse could kill you, and they can sting multiple oh, times. <laughs> so. Great. You got a little while to prepare. I would suggest something fire related to take these fuckers down. No, because then they're demons flying through the air, dude. They got they got a good 60 seconds before their wings like burn up. Then they're just on the ground. You better not be barefoot. Ooh, sandals. Mm-mm, not going to work. So I thought this was odd. You know, it popped up. They popped up in two places in Canada. Um, they were able to trace them back. And there were two separate places on the West Coast. But, like, if it was one, I would say, hey, maybe this is, like, a insect collector who got in a little over his head and had to make some decisions and fucking let a shit ton of uh, insects out, including a giant hornet. Because um, these originate in Asia. They're not, like, they're supposed to be on this continent. They're not supposed to be on this earth, bro, but somebody <laughs> let that happen, and that's a problem. Yeah, and they're decimating uh, the honeybee population too, which is unfortunate. They fly in with these giant fucking cutting mandibles, take off the heads of the honeybees, and uh, le- and then fly the bodies back to their hives where they feed their young with the headless corpses of these honeybees. That's so they don't have any shame, so they don't have to look them in the eyes as they're eating them. Right, and fucking, <laughs> it's horrifying for the uh, the beekeepers who just wander up to these piles of bee heads just like sitting outside of their hives. Ew. It's just like a fucking stack like it's a Mayan fucking death camp over yeah. here. Yeah. Like what kind of serial killer came through here and just fucking ma- decimated the uh the hive, you know? Dude, they're, they're sacrificing them to the bee gods, bro. Calm down. Sacrificing them to their young, which is just more horrifying ungodly monsters. Uh we have a little clip here of it's uh what what is it it's brave outdoor brave wilderness or something like that is the name of the youtube channel i believe i believe it's brave wilderness and this guy uh coyote peterson he actually got stung he does a series of these uh stinging videos where he gets stung by he got stung by a bullet ant and uh, several others so as soon as i saw these giant hornets going on i was like i bet this motherfucker got stung by him he did so we're gonna we're gonna share the sound on this one because you know it's deserving of it from Mario and I's perspective, we can definitely say that that sting was by far the worst reaction from a single sting yes. you've ever had. Ah! Oh, this thing stuck in my arm. Ah! Ah! You gotta tell us if you're in trouble. So that looked terrible. I don't know if you saw, he had like the a couple of bruises on there. I don't know if that was from that or other ones, but that was pretty Ooh. nasty. Yeah, I, I mean, not my deal. I'm definitely not curious how bad it hurts at all i know it hurts dude these things are the size of like a fucking lighter like a bic lighter flying at you what's your defense at that point badminton rackets bro oh i stand by them solid jumanji style weapon choice only good for something the size of like them you know a hummingbird or like that kind of wasp you know i would never hit a well, hummingbird i shouldn't have said that oh my god I'm gonna get <laughs> i love hummingbirds but i literally if, love them. if a hummingbird was coming at you in an attacking if, manner if it was a zombie hummingbird all right <laughs> and i had to take what care of it badminton racket you had to take him down but the bees let's get back to the bees the bee yeah. i would definitely badminton racket all right yeah i think that's a fair choice for uh for weaponry against these bastards and you know 
the they're going so far as to try and extinguish the these uh, monsters before they go too far and keep spreading. Uh, they're going around with actually temperature uh, like heat seeking devices because their uh, hives can be up to 86 degrees because of all the buzzing from their wings moving around. So at Ooh. night, if they go out, they can actually spot the hives and then they just fucking roast them or whatever they can do to wipe these suckers out. Good. Because otherwise, it's like Terminator, but with giant bees. Kill them all, dude. They came from the future. You heard it here from Jesse. They came from They're... Japan. <laughs> <laughs> they came from the future in Japan, and they are just annihilating our American bees. This is yeah. a problem. And if you want to end up like Japan, where they have 50 deaths a year because of these fuckers. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's clipping 50 people a year in Japan. Probably old people, too, if I had to guess. <laughs> Man, they single out the old people. These are really fucking shysty bees, people. Be careful out there. I heard they camp. go for the balls, too, so. Oh, my God, dude. This is getting worse by the minute. <laughs> I'll, spread, I'll spread as much misinformation as these fuckers as I can to just get they're, them done. They're part cyborg, people. Their wings are made out of titanium. <laughs> you can't even roast them off. This That's is why you need the badminton. <laughs> my God. This yeah, is... so so look out. If we got a couple friends up, we got Stranger Than podcast. Guys, be careful. Be careful you see what i did there <laughs> oh my god save the bees too if you can i mean I yeah, like so take a couple of your bees. house if you can spare the room hide them hide them under the floorboards do what you got to <laughs> do with them if they come in asking if you got any say no Be jar them up put them in the pantry make sure they're safe not in the freezer that knocks them out they don't like that Let's finish this up. We got another Florida man article and uh, we're talking about a Florida man with a cause. All right. We're not talking about a Florida man that busted the law. All right. Okay. We're talking about uh, a guy who was a little upset lately. Uh, apparently last Friday, Florida's governor, Ron DeSantis announced that uh, state parks are going to be reopening soon um, on top of the beaches already being open right now. And uh, this gentleman who decided to take the beaches storm, dressed in all black as a Grim Reaper, full with a sickle. Um, he's upset. He's saying, you know, maybe that's going to have uh, an effect on the economy that we don't want. You know, maybe it's going to really come back to bite us in the ass. That's, I mean, that's a stark way to put your message out there for everyone who's trying to have a nice time on the beach. Be reminded stark way, that, but dude, that you're going to listen to a dude dress up as looms over you and your picnic. <laughs> he's got you, dude. I can tell. You would hear him out. Oh, You'd yeah. hear him out. You'd be like... This guy got to say, he's dressed as a Grim Reaper. I wouldn't be caught dead by death on that beach. Dude, no. I don't know, man. I mean, if you're going to notice somebody like that, that's all I'm saying. And I mean, if that's a sales slogan, I mean, people are buying in. Now, he uh, he sounded interesting, too, from what I remember in the in this clip. He didn't sound like I would imagine death would sound. No, dude. That was the most disappointing part about the story, I would say. <laughs> is like when we got to the video clip and we wanted to play like and all right well you know you're expecting a certain tone when you're looking at the grim reaper taking a microphone yeah with the channel four flag on it you know i mean he's gonna say something can you give me a brief uh impression was, <laughs> i mean this was like uh, this guy he was like, hey guys i'm here to promote the idea that the economy could be harmed like it was it was bad it was hard, not hard nerd huh Dude, he looked buff. He looked buff. He looked like he might be, you know, you could flag him for some steroid use. And then all of a sudden it was like, hi, guys. Like real high. I mean, I swear, maybe it's two people, one on top of another person's shoulders. 
Could be. Oh, you think this is a kids in a trench coat situation? I'm going to have to dig into this guy more. He's a lawyer. He's known. Maybe he, he might be a little guy. I don't know. You never know. You never know. He might be He's a little guy. He's using stilts. He's using stilts or has a uh, second in command down there. He's got legs. I just suggest next time maybe he pulls out a, a little bit chunk of change for a voice changer. Go maybe a Darth Vader at least. Dude, they so got him everywhere. Dude, even get like maybe one of the dude talking Disney before, like one of those like stormtrooper helmets they got that have like a voice changer in it. There you go. You know, like it would be cool. <laughs> that sounds like a stormtrooper. <laughs> oh, dude, that'd be awesome. You're not allowed to be here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, but you know, hey, I, I mean, hey, the guy's got a good point though. He you does. know, opening shit up too early might be an issue. You know, but uh, it's not good for anyone. I think we made the killer point. You need to get a voice changer to really sell your point. Oh, God. And just drink some water because walking around on the beach in that fucking get up, you're going to die, dude. Maybe that's his protection, though. Like, maybe he's so, like, pasty. He's like, he walks into the sun and crisps up right away. So that's why he's like, I got to wear a full fucking. He needs to wear a, a jet black fucking hooded robe. Otherwise, he's going to burn up like fried chicken. Dude, he's going to be done. Dude, lawyer bacon on the beach. <laughs> well, this is great. We're going to move on to our funny clip of the week. We got uh, what we're calling a cock slap. Good old-fashioned cock slap going on here, man. I, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed this one when you sent it through. Did you think pigeons could be so uh, so tough? Why you gotta be so mean? This pigeon is, is mean, downright dirty. But let me tell you, this pigeon don't play no shit. No, he does not. He is uh, not fucking around. He is taking up roost in a rooster's roost. Uh, <laughs> Look at that rooster. That rooster is flexing on him, though. That that has led to some nasty combat action from this pigeon. <laughs> He's just slapping the shit out of him. The rooster is getting wrecked right there. Dude. We got multiple KOs. Dude. Multiple KOs here. It reminds me when you can't play like Mortal Kombat, so you just hit like the X button because you don't know the combos. And it's just like low kick, low kick, low kick, low kick. <laughs> Dude, it's just it's funny because it's like they sleep standing up a lot of the time too. So like it's like I feel like he's knocked out a lot. Like here, he's not moving a lot of the time. His legs are just like solid. Like oh ah ah. <laughs> like he's reset. It's constantly like he's the the fucking pigeon's hitting a reset button on that rooster. Like. Ta, ta. <laughs> Yep, and then he eventually knocks the entire fucking thing off the roost, claiming yeah. his throne. King of the fucking hill. Victorious. Dude, that pigeon is Is that what they do? Dude, keep that pigeon and see what kind of eggs that pigeon lays after that point, because that pigeon is bad, dude. He's a beast. He's a bad motherfucker. We'll post that up on our Facebook page on Friday, so you can have a little uh, laugh at the end of your week. Oh, yeah, check out the uh, official fighting pigeon of american slacker podcast here <laughs> we're claiming them we're claiming them we're claiming them and yeah we're gonna get ready to talk about some uh things you can check out keep yourself entertained because we know you're going crazy just like us during this crazy quarantine pandemic so uh hey we'll see you in a few minutes The Podworm Spacecast is a podcast hosted by seven lifelong friends who inject comedy directly into your ear canals every Tuesday. You may think seven hosts is too many for a podcast, but you may also think $5 is too cheap for a quality voiceover such as this. Yet here we are. 
enjoy a clip from the critically acclaimed Podworms Spacecast. And I looked up, how do you fix squeaky shoes? And they said, you got to get some baking soda and you put it in the shoe uh-huh. and it absorbs like the moisture or whatever and it fixes the shoe. Boom. I went to the store across the street. I went to the bathroom. During lunch? <laughs> the bathroom in the store across this the street. This is an emergency. This cannot wait till tomorrow. You, yeah, you did this at work? <laughs> I told you, yeah. I couldn't get over my desk. I'm so embarrassed. So oh. Andrew walked across the street. Wiki, wiki, wiki. He's more like, wiki, 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 wiki. And then, the, and then he had to wait for the light. <laughs> you can find the Podworm Spacecast wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, keep squirming. This episode is brought to you in part by hemp-cbd.com. Hemp-CBD was founded in Albuquerque, New Mexico, with the mission to provide the best products in the industry. Hemp-CBD has created a one-stop shop for tons of CBD products, such as tinctures, edibles, topicals, pre-rolls, vape, and pet products. The products carried by Hemp-CBD are sourced from an organic hemp that's grown in the United States, lab-tested, and consists of CBD isolate, which is the purest form of CBD. This testing ensures that their products contain CBD and no other cannabinoids like THC. Head over to hemp-cbd.com and use promo code SLACKER for a 20% discount at checkout. That's hemp-cbd.com, promo code SLACKER. And we're back, and we're going to talk about a couple things for you to watch. Maybe you like them, maybe you won't. Hey, give them a chance, though, you know? That's what I would suggest. We always, I don't know, I, I like what we suggest, but we might be biased. We might be biased. I mean, hey, we did watch it and enjoy it. I don't know, dude. <laughs> I mean, that'd, that'd be the definition of bias, in my opinion. But I'll still stand behind it. So, Matt, you are, uh, I think, taking taking it first here, right? Hell yeah. Now, uh, this is a show that I can't, all my friends are probably like, shut the fuck up, dude. If you say it, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I'm talking about Dave. It's an FX original. Uh, I actually owe Jesse to thank kind Hi, of I'm for dude. getting into this. Because... Hi, Dude, and this goes into an origin story for American Slacker right here. All right. Because at the very, very first episode of American Slacker podcast, Jesse was here in New York. He spent the night at my house. We did the episode. In that day, he showed me Little Dicky, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Dave, David Andrew Bird, uh, just a talented individual in the rap scene who just makes hilarious, hilarious fucking songs that uh you can't help but dig. hilarious and fantastic at the dude same that's time. the best part it's like weird al is fun but weird al ain't got no beats all right let's be real <laughs> he's like covered this yeah, guy he's not kanye this guy if you like if you like do that thing where you you drown out the like the actual lyrics and just hear the melodies it sounds like every other like banger you know like mm-hmm. it's a it's a good club hit or you know he's got a lot of variety i gotta say he's not just like club hits he's got some classic songs, you know, some singing. He's good. But uh, back to his show, man. Dave is amazing. Not what I was expecting from a rapper on an actual TV show. Hmm. I was, you know, I was going into this like, oh, this is going to be kind of corny. You know, you're going to have to like accept there's going to be some parts, you know, like you do with a show that, you know, like you would expect with like that kind of weird flavor to it, I guess, you know. But Dave, dude, comes in hard with just comedy from the very first like moment you're watching like you're you're laughing the the last per minute in this show are insane yeah it's ultimately like a comedy through and through dude the writing is 
just on par it's just the banging of like how hard the writing is like there's so much context that it's all fucking funny and i wonder which... how much is improvised too because i wonder i wonder mm. if they do they do have a lot of um like stand-up comedians on and like and artists on the show so i wonder how much how many takes they do and what what the good stuff we're not seeing is too true yeah there is a lot of great comedians shout out andrew santino man my favorite by far who plays dave's manager he, he has a podcast with bobby lee i found out and uh that i gotta start listening to it's like bad friends or something like that Ooh, i've never checked that out but i'm a big fan of santino i mean i've seen him on a lot of other podcasts and i've seen a stand-up and he's just mm-hmm. like a funny ass dude but yeah little you know little dicky comes through with this but he's got a writing partner jeff schaefer who through a little research i find out has done euro trip he's the guy that brought us euro trip a, a oh, movie wow. that me and jesse both love hilarious uh, hilarious he's uh he's co-written um borat and bruno mm. as well so he's got a big hand in comedy and then he comes out with this show with little dicky as the co-writer and dude i just i haven't seen a show like this in a while let alone fx you know i mean i never watch any anything on fx besides like it's always sunny or is that okay. FXX now, I guess? I don't know you how know, that works. Well, that's what technically Dave is, too. I think it's FXX, mm-hmm. you know, the off channel of FX. Confusing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's always sunny. <laughs> was, it's always sunny. Off topic, but was that on another network first? Nope. No? It, actually, here you go. We'll do another little deep dive. It's always sunny was uh, part of a writing competition uh, for a TV show for I FX. Mean, where where they event where they wrote you know uh, oh. their pilot and they they actually won got picked up and have become you know the crazy success that we didn't all realize it was for fx thank you okay okay i'd yep. always heard about the competition thing but i didn't know it was fx they were doing it for mm-hmm. i thought it was like another network okay okay um so yeah i never account that it's so funny it's, i never count it's, it's surprising how how much comedy has come come out of that network so much so many like really funny like solid hitters have come yeah. off that that network now this has got me inspired now i'm gonna have to go check out the network for more because like if it's produced it's always sunny as well i'm like oh okay and um, and you know other legends like mansers you know oh my god <laughs> or wait was that spike tv i think I was like, dude, I haven't even heard of that name forever. Forever. Back to Dave. Dave, dude, every episode's a banger. Um, there's one episode that does that weird thing where it's not the main character, but it's okay. You know, I mean, it's cool. It, it does its thing. Are you but, talking about the episode with this hype man? Yes. I, I almost appreciated that in terms of the character, well, like, development. It wasn't just this hype man. It was this whole crew. It was this hype man and also, like, his um, sound engineer and um, mm. his girlfriend's roommate. Mm-hmm. Like, they got a romance going on, That's too. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Getting deep into, into Dave here. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, th- everything has an arc. Every story needs pieces to tell the final arc and all that. So, I mean, I get the, you know, I get it. But uh, it was just seemed a little weird in between all these heavy hitter episodes where it's like they end and they're like, you're like, holy fuck, that was crazy. I just died the whole time. Like, <laughs> I mean, they have a milking table in the goddamn show, people. That was like the first episode, too. I dude, think. They started up hard with that. Yeah. Um, just a great show. Check it out on FXX. Um, I found it on Hulu. I was That's watching I I watch it on as Hulu. Well. Yeah. Um, nice and easy to watch it there. Check it out. Um, fucking amazing i don't think they're done i think it's going to be a 12 piece episode uh season they're on episode 10 10's been out already nice but two uh, more to go 
couple more to go and uh, tend to watch to if watch. you haven't even started. Nice. So uh, moving on to one that is available on Netflix, I am going to suggest the Midnight Gospel. Now this is an animated series. It's got eight episodes available and it was created by Pendleton Ward and Duncan Trussell. Now those two names uh, might ring a bell in some people's ears. Duncan Trussell is uh, known for, you know, the stand his stand-up comedy. He was on um, many shows like uh, uh, Drunk History. He's been on many podcasts like the Joe Rogan podcast. He has his own, uh, the uh, Duncan Trussell Family Hour, I believe it's called. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's definitely, if you don't know anything about him, uh, I would say into psychedelics and into the uh, wooey. I don't know if there's a better way wooey? to say that. The <laughs> the wooey? What the fuck the, is that? I've never the, heard this. He's into the wooey stuff, like woo wooey. <laughs> All right, I would say he's he's into spiritual. He's going to be one of those yeah, high spiritual go. spirituality hippies. But uh, okay, I, that, that's this woo thing better, is new to me. I've got some research to do. That, that's show. a much better and probably more respectful way to put it. I think we're making a T-shirt out of this wooey thing, dude. Yeah, like it's it's, it's wooey. So. Uh, I appreciate that uh, idea, especially those ideas, especially when uh, combined with animation, it often makes for uh, interesting stuff and you can't have a more interesting animator or uh, person involved with your animation than Pendleton Ward, who has done the legendary animation animated series Adventure Time. Um, oh yeah, that explains oof. it. That's why it's so beautiful too, like a really nice yeah it's a little, it's fun to watch and it's out there it's so visually like uh -huh. stimulating it reminds me of some of the stuff you'd see on like off air for adult swim or like uh the, if anyone's familiar with the series super jail it kind of has like those vibes mm -hmm. to it here and there the uh to give you an idea of what it's about it is it follows clancy who is played by duncan trussell and he is a space caster um which is a lot like a podcaster except he goes into uh simulated universes to interview people from those universes and those people are played by uh different experts like well and professionals like dr drew and um there's there's a number of other guests throughout the different shows joey diaz appears as a as a couple of characters mm -hmm. in the show uh, and each time he kind of talks about different things like on the first episode which i had met you you watched a portion of it with me uh he talks with dr drew about marijuana and the uh possible implications that it could have replacing drugs like uh, benzodiazepines and stuff like that and how it may or may not have a place in other um you know pharmacological uh situations while <laughs> they were shooting zombies with dr drew as the president <laughs> like doing just all this trippy shit while having basically a podcast conversation about a very spiritual uh, like topic <laughs> yeah man i mean you were like having fun like we were watching it and like it, we were contemplating like is this like a podcast is this a podcast with added like they take it into a writer's room and like see what they can work around and mold it into a nice story like yeah it's so cool because it feels like a podcast but you have the additive of a fucking awesome visual to watch like the cartoon's great to watch like it, i had a lot of fun watching i can't wait to see what their specialists are on 
Yeah, and I can't. I still can't wrap my head exactly around how they produce it. You know, with the way that we're always involved with the media end of things, I'm always trying to think about how they make the magic happen. Um, but with this, I still can't even figure it out. And like that only adds to the trippiness of this entire you know series. But basically, he travel. Uh, Clancy, the space caster, travels uh, using a multi, uh, malfunctioning multiverse simulator to go interview people on uh, dying worlds. The dying simulated worlds from what i understand he often brings back shoes because he seems to like to collect shoes from <laughs> the different places that he visits okay yeah nice yeah and easy. you're gonna use them you're gonna use them 22 minutes about mm-hmm. per episode 2022 20, around there mm-hmm. um eight episodes available on netflix this it's such a crazy like just like if you're re- if you're open to watching anything, if you're in one of those moods where like, oh, I like I'll watch whatever, put this on because like you won't be disappointed, and you don't need to be like super hard checked into it like you're watching a documentary. The visuals can keep you like satisfied alone <laughs> with this series, I would say. But um, listening to the conversations that they're having are also very insightful. I would say yeah, definitely. If you're a podcast fan, this is definitely gonna have extra value for you totally and if you're hearing our words you probably like podcasts so definitely check this one out hell yeah man check out both of them we got two great suggestions uh we got you covered on multiple fucking platforms i mean we've been doing a lot of netflix only for a while so like in case people aren't netflix fans you got a little hulu check out dave you got netflix check out the midnight gospel fucking great man i can't wait to watch more of the midnight gospel honestly um after watching that first episode I'm yeah like, i got two episodes left I'm, I'm digging what i've seen so far nice man so yeah. uh we're gonna get into some hypothetical situations at the end of the show here so uh stick around and find out what me and matt have to say oh my eye my trousers fell down again really hurt oh good god jamie I am on the edge of my seat. I just love meeting up with random people and having a good duck. Stop that. A whole room dedicated to Nigel Farage. Oh, wow. I'm such a big fan of his. Bam! (laughs) Out of nowhere! (laughs) A meal to break our fast. Hang on. Did you say two for one? Uh, no, no, I gotcha. I completely understand. I'm trying to see the bad points, but I, I just can't think of any. I don't want water. Ah! This is starting to get really embarrassing, to be honest. The Comedy Geek Sketch Podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Acast, Spotify, Podbean, Radio Public, and most half-decent podcatchers. Who writes this crap? Support for American Slacker comes from Manscaped, who's the number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. I don't know about you, Jesse, but I am sick and tired of being outmatched by these razors and traditional trimmers that you get in the store, and no matter what, they, they fucking snag your nuts. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. They have a lawnmower 2.0 razor, which they have sent our way, has a proprietary skin-safe technology, so you won't get those nicks or snags on your nuts. Nice. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. Yeah, and with our 20% off code plus free shipping, you're going to be saving a bunch of money and getting some great products that won't end up uh, making it look like a war zone down there. 
all you got to do is enter slackers at checkout manscape.com 20% off get your anti-chafing ball deodorant your sweet lawnmower 2.0 your nuts will thank you later you can even rep them by getting yourself a manscape.com t-shirt so head on over manscape.com 20% off at checkout enter code slackers get your ball swag here And we are back to uh, talk some hypothetical questions here. This isn't so much a game as it is more of a thought exercise. Matt and I have a couple of questions here that we want to explore. And we want you to explore them with us. Hell yeah, man. This is a lot of fun. Uh, this just came out of us like just talking, bullshitting. And I was like, dude, I'm enjoying this. This is, this, I think other people will enjoy it too, man. And uh, we're going to give you guys a chance to actually get involved with this throughout the week as well, which is kind of yeah. cool. Check our Instagram story for each one of these questions uh, throughout the you know weekdays. So let's start it off. Matt, number one, if you could change one thing about the human body in the way that it's evolved, what would it be? All right, hear me out. How cool would it be if we kept the tail thing going on? Kept a tail. To, okay, for like tail, have like a third hand type deal, really train that sucker to like help you out okay. like a long tail. So you we're not talking I mean? like dog tail like balance. We're talking nah. like prehensile, like can pick up shit and like help you yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, like curling and like you know, I'm hoping anyway. I don't know how it would have evolved. But, that you know, one like, that one's not cool, too right? far off either, because we have the tailbone, so dude. It'd be wicked. I would love having a tail that's just like wrapped up around me right now, holding a joint to my mouth as I'm talking to you. Like, mm. See, I'm throwing up gang signs as I'm like hitting a blunt, like because my tail's holding it. I'm like, I'm not in the gang, but you know, hey, I would like to do it sometimes. <laughs> That'd be pretty helpful though, yeah. if you were in a gang. So yeah. I, I, I would say, and I thought long and hard about this between the thing that I'm gonna pick and wings, but I didn't think wings would work because I don't think we ever necessarily had wings to begin with. You know, we can't just add those on because like I want to. Um, so I'm instead gonna go gills like along with one oh, you get oh, both you get both water, man well i'm thinking it would be helpful in terms of like resources we wouldn't need boats necessarily you could go out and get your own food just swim out in the ocean grab some fish like it wouldn't have hel- it wouldn't help us now as much it might be a little bit of a hindrance but it probably would have got us a lot further as a species earlier if we could like flip flop between land and water at will I don't know, man. Then you got to worry about getting jacked by Jaws. Well, we still got to worry about that now, but we're just on yeah, the true. we're on the top. Jaws is grizzly bear on land. You know, I mean, like, yeah, true. You're right. You're right. I don't know, man. That's a weird one. I never thought of gills, dude. Yeah. That would be kind of interesting. Like, just kind of. But it'd be like optional around. gills. Optional. So you could like shut them, go lungs if you needed. Okay. Ooh, then multi-purpose. flop those suckers open, keep your mouth shut, and you're good in the water. Okay. I buy into that. I'm not going to lie. I could buy into that. I'd take either tail or that, honestly. Now, I think you need to do the uh, the honors on the next one just for Yeah, dude. Sure. Well, the credit goes to you, obviously. You were like, well, you're wearing a fucking Jurassic Park shirt. So how about this? <laughs> if Jurassic Park were real, would you visit it, Jesse? I'm going to say yes with an asterisk. Okay, what's that? No, like, what, what is the asterisk? I need to go during the time when they had, I, don't, I forget which movie okay. it was in, one of the more recent ones, when they had those ball things where you could go around inside it, it the geo, like, rolly Oh, the suckers. gyro ball thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like I'm a hamster in, inside the little T-Rex cage. Uh, I don't know about that. Oh, I mean, yeah. 
it's because then it's like a safari it's the close it's the closest I, I would feel safe like yeah for me dude i would want to go like lost world style that's the second movie where they like they go into the park's already broken apart they're all yeah. running around wild dinosaur orgies everywhere <laughs> and they show up and they got dude they showed up with like the ultimate pimp rv i mean it was like two rvs connected basically yeah. they had like a couple mercedes suvs on the island so you want to go living. as part of the team Dude, I want to go on that team because they had the hookup. All they had to do was not take the damn T-Rex baby, and they would have been <laughs> chill the whole time. They would have been camping on that beautiful cliff, cooking up hot dogs, having a grand old time like I would do. All right? That's how I'm <laughs> doing it. I'm showing up with Eddie in the high hide. All right? Okay. Okay. It's, I mean, safety is the biggest concern, I guess, right? So uh, let's move on to the next one. Uh, if you could breathe – and actually, this actually works pretty well because we're just coming off of Jurassic Park and genetics – uh if you could breed any hybrid animal from two species of existing animal what would you make and would you give it let's throw a bonus would you give it a name <laughs> dude all right so i originally had a different concoction that i hit you with like thinking about it no now problem. i'm changing it up all right same one animal is the same i'm going with a lion and i don't know what exactly but i need to give that lion gills after our previous conversation <laughs> because imagine a sea lion, right? Like a I'm rewriting it. We're killing off every sea lion that's out there right now, or renaming them back to the Lamanity or whatever. We're gonna call the sea lion a majestic lion that can breathe underwater and has webbed hands, but it just comes out and it's still like a, like a 750 pound African lion. Like, okay, it's still agile in the water too. You know what I mean? Like, it'll still fuck you up. You got to give it, you got to breed it with some kind of aggressive fish. Like a like beaver. Like a barracuda. Maybe a beaver. I don't know. Well, beavers don't have gills. <laughs> well, they like handle water better, at least. Maybe True. he has to come up for water, you know. An maybe, otter? Maybe we don't have gills, but he like handles water. He's like, it's a problem for lakes. Like he's not out there on the ocean cruising, taking out fucking ships or anything, but he's in a lake. That tail's going to look ridiculous, though. Is it, dude? I don't know. It might look badass. It might be kind of scaly a little bit, but dude, it might be like a weapon. Maybe like some kind of trident or something, you know? So, you, I don't know. so you're combining a beaver and a lion? The lever, all right? <laughs> you fucking leave the lever alone because the lever will come for you in your sleep if you sleep on water. <laughs> yeah, I'm staying away from the water now. Uh, I'm going to be a little less impactful. I'm going to go a fun little uh, spice to life. We're going to combine a... Um, a, a sparrow, some sort of songbird, a little finch with a uh, an anole or like a little, a small ground lizard. So we're just going to give tiny lizards wings. That's that's all we want. So now they're going to be flying around, grabbing like insects out of the air. It might actually be helpful in some areas. I mean, it could be, or it might be just weird. It's like you're driving down the road and you keep smacking into fucking hordes of little lizards flying through the fucking sky. You're like, God damn it, dude not little lizards matt dragons all right dude well they're they're not spitting fire dude they're not doing it for me well i mean they're, they're, that's the name i gave them so. i'm coming <laughs> at them with the badminton rackings like i said they're done. <laughs> i'm fucking killing the whole species off right away i've got to go big game hunted for a lever they can add them in and leave one of those just two just two put them out there i'm gonna find them with my badminton rackets and that's it they're never Spawn gonna be quick. a little steve a little gary dragon i'm gonna have to crush all the eggs yeah, find them. I will. So uh, let's let's go to another one here. If you could have complete <laughs> knowledge of any three 
things, any three categories, what would you want to know? Dude, I'm going right into Jurassic Park again, and I want to know <laughs> DNA breeding, genetic engineering. Like, I'm talking hardcore. Like, I'm figuring okay. it out. You want to learn how to care? Is this for like your- heroes? Like, I got a knowledge. Like, I just read a book. Like, I'm that smart. I can read a book and be like, uh, I know how to do this now. Like, it's, it's like that thing, right? I think you don't even have to. You just have it. It's just in your I just head. Have it like that. Oh damn. damn. So yeah, we it's got like you that. read the book. We got that. Um, so I wait, the, dinosaur genetics specifically? No, not dinosaur genetics. Like I'm talking full spectrum DNA genetic understanding. DNA RNA understanding. Okay. Yeah, like full on fucking genetic engineering. The right? most you could know. Okay. Um, secondary, I'm gonna go with structure structure engineering. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I just want to know everything about that too. I'm gonna build anything. Be prepared. Okay. Hmm. Third most important maybe medical dude you know what fuck yeah let's go medical i will fucking heal everybody you know i was afraid you were gonna say that and now i'm really afraid that you're building some sort of clone army base (laughs) dude don't worry about what i'm doing with all three of my per it's my choice all right my choices i can do with whatever i want clones have rights too i just want to remind you of that matt before You're damn right start. they do under the the uh, socialist regime regime that I'm gonna set up. <laughs> we oh shit, got off So, so all right, now okay. I feel like I need to pick things to combat your clone army. But no, I should I should go more practical. Cooking, I want to know everything I I can know about cooking. I feel like that would be like one of the most practical fucking things. Because then from like being in a survival scenario where I need to like know what's gonna kill me if I pick it to fucking being able to prepare a meal for multiple heads of state at, at a fancy dinner. Dude, I, next time tell me we're going fucking practical, dude. I was shooting for the moon. Like, <laughs> I, like I'm going to be raising dinosaur eggs and shit, dude. Like, That's what? why I was like, what are you doing? You're um, going to know how to make a grilled cheese out of fucking the forest. <laughs> like, what the fuck, bro? Uh, the next one would probably have to be something along the lines of statistics. Um, being able to look at like uh, a scratch off lottery and figure out how many I have to buy to make a million dollars. Now we learned it was him under the Grim Reaper costume the whole time, <laughs> this fucking nerd. <laughs> Cooking and statistics. And then the last one, I guess, would be uh, comedy. That would be great. Ooh. If you could like make anyone laugh at any point in time or know any joke oh. that any comedian ever said or like. I, I mean, it might make you the funniest person on earth or the most hated timing person. would probably be almost like, I don't know. That's a tough one. Wow. Well, Matt, timing. It's everything. Timing is everything, man. Timing is everything. So those are my three. I'd say Ugh. cooking, comedy, and... Uh, I want to redo. This is bullshit. What was my other one? Statistics. There we go. Yeah, the fucking Grim Reaper on the beach being a nerd. All right. Well, uh, redeem yourself on that one. Yeah. We got one more. In the event of a zombie apocalypse, how many statistics will will it take to save your life? No. <laughs> In the event of a zombie apocalypse, what would your weapon of choice be? Okay, we're talking hand weapon though, right? Just hand wielding, like gun wouldn't count in that. Like I can't pick a bazooka, right? Oh, well, I mean, you could. I mean, we're, we're not talking like, I mean, anything you want to use. Firearms God, you as well? You want, okay. a tank, you want a tank, you can have a tank. But you know what? You're going to run into issues with that. I can't guarantee you unlimited ammo. I also don't know how to drive a or tank. fuel. So I would say my best weapon 
for like everyday use because i don't want something that's going to run out of ammunition that i'm going to have to find that would be a pain in the ass I, I a good bladed weapon probably like a machete i would say machete would probably be my best go-to the only thing that sucks is you can't cut two ways i would say a long sword of some sort but i don't think i'm a fucking knight let's so let's go let's go machete that's a good one man um for me this is like tough because it's like there's got there's a lot of standards like is it like the only thing i can have like i can't have a knife because like my ultimate goal would be a knife like well, if you have the utility say, knife let's you just say you're in the scenario where like you've all of your equipment's been scattered because of something and you're only left yeah. with one weapon what is that yeah. last weapon let's see oh yeah for me i guess like i probably i would take like a bat for me it's not about like the stabbing so like your machete would get stuck into like the, it could get stuck could get stuck like that's the problem i'm seeing like whereas lines a clean blow swing and go like so i would go with like a, i'd probably go with a wooden bat wooden not metal you, gotta, you don't want to go with metal because metal dents really easy surprisingly compared to what you would think Ooh. when you hit somebody and wood follows through with the weight it I'd will break eventually of, yeah but, crack but even if it breaks, dude, you got a fucking stake, dude. And I'm staking something in the eye. <laughs> you know? Solid I mean, choices. I think I think we're well-armed. We'd be all right. We'd be all right with a machete and a bat. Like we said, through. we're going to be putting these uh, questions up on our Instagram story throughout the week. So you can phone in on them. Let us know what you think. Uh, what weapon are you using? What Are our choices for knowledge completely idiotic? <laughs> are you going to Jurassic Park? Can we be friends, basically? All right. Can we be friends? That's what we're asking. Is a dolphin and an ant the best combo? We want to know what you have to say. Dolphin. I'm just saying, dude. Little mini dolphins, ant size, creeping through the water. You see them. That's, that's what is that? Adorable. The line of binoculars, them. dude. Oh, dude, it's uh, like a little dude. What are those flea circuses, dude? You got a dolphin circus going on. They're oh. invading your picnic. They're getting the whole blanket wet. Dude, that's that's fun, man. That's a lot of fun. This it has been fun. fun. This has it been has a fun been episode. Fun. Man, uh, hey, check out our other episodes if you haven't. We've had a lot of great fucking interviews lately. A lot of good content, bonus content going up on our Patreon, going up on our YouTube for free even. We're not cheap, dude. If you want to get at me, MWG Media on Instagram, you can uh, also check out my music on Spotify, Matthew Gertz. And just follow me and run like your life depends on it because it does. I thought this died, dude. Nope. Uh, social media tag in letter form. L-A-N-D-E-R-S-T-H-E-P-L-A-N-E. Landers the Plain People on all formats, if you didn't catch that. Uh, for all my dyslexic, dyslexics out there. I've had too much to drink. It's time for me to go. I'll catch you guys later. And uh, hey, thank you everybody for tuning in, whether you're listening, watching on the YouTube, whatever you're doing. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Till then. Smoking America, we passing America. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We choking America, America. We blazing America. This is fucking America, America. We second America, America. This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or send them an email to American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. 
Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Think about the second set of passing. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and neck a savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all on my slip. You falling like dominoes, bitch. Stuck in my ways, fucking high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We smoking America. America. We passing America. I'm mapping America. I'm second America. We talking America. We blazing America. This is fucking America. We second America. We second America.